0: If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune into some Frank and Beans. Welcome everyone to Frank and Beans, the podcast. Frank and
1: Beans, the sex and relationship podcast.
0: Where I'm Beth.
1: And I'm Booty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> A.K.A. Brian. <laughs> yeah, A.K.A.
1: Brian. I got a nickname. I got my first Kansas City nickname, so... You're
0: First, Kansas. I'm so proud of you, which is such a weird nickname for you to have, because you do not have ass at all whatsoever. I have zero
1: booty. I don't know. It's, yeah. There's a little bit of story behind it, but that's fine.
0: It's fine. Uh, yeah. It's It's Beth and Booty now.
1: Beth and Booty. Yeah.
0: I don't have a North Carolina nickname, but that's okay. Well, Because the, the Pats won today, so, yeah, hey, I, 10 and one, baby, 10 and one.
1: I mean the the Bears won today, five and six,
0: five and six. Wait, I thought you guys lost fourteen
1: nineteen. No, no, no. The Bears won today.
0: Oh shit. Okay, yeah. that's my bad. I, I was mean, so wrong.
1: Totally should I I mean it was against the Giants. The Giants are two and eight. Totally yeah. should but yeah, we had nineteen to fourteen or fifteen or whatever, but
0: No, but it was you, a win. You gotta give it up. <laughs> we were just talking about this at the bar today where I was like, um Their new quarterback is doing a great job. He had a lot of cleanup work to do. But you got to feel bad for Eli Manning because I'm like, what is it like to grow up in the Manning household where you're like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm Eli Manning. (laughs) Hey, mom and dad, I am an NFL quarterback. And they're like, you're garbage. And they're like, (laughs) you're like, you're like, but, but, but I'm one of two guys who's ever beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. And they're like, you're still trash compared to your brother. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Enjoy
1: that sideline. Like they showed him on the sideline today and it was like, oh, Eli.
0: Poor Eli. But yeah. Poor, poor, poor Eli.
1: Living in the shadow of Archie and um, Peyton. Peyton Manning. <laughs> right. <laughs> if Honestly. you ever get a chance, everybody, not just Beth, everybody, look up the uh, SNL skit of um, Eli Manning doing the Big Brother Big Sister program. It is the <laughs> best. <laughs> Have you seen that?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, if you, like, if you, it's, it's, it'll be, like, almost Thanksgiving. This will be our Thanksgiving episode. It will be, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, okay. A, be thankful that you do not, you did not grow up in the Manning house. Oh. <laughs> I right. just burped, by the way. That's a drink. Take a drink. Um, It could be because I had a lot of vodka at the bar tonight. But... <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, we're recording late tonight, and I think we both yeah. had some drinks, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, be thankful that you did not grow up in the Manning household, and be thankful for this horrible sex and relationship advice. No. <laughs> I did, Um, I so I actually, to back it up uh, also, I featured my first feature performance this last weekend. How did that go? It went amazing.
1: Of course it did.
0: It was so great. Thank you, Gypsy Circus Cider in Kingsport, Tennessee, and Krish Mohan for just the most fun show. CJ McKinnon, fucking Marcus, all those dudes. Like, Beth Tompkins is amazing. Like, she did such a great job orchestrating that show, even though she wasn't there. It was such a fun show. And I just, I was so nervous about doing 20 Minutes. And by the time I put all of my shit I have to say together, I had 20 minutes, no problem. Nice. Good job. Yeah. yeah. So it was a lot of fun. So uh, I am thankful for that. I am thankful for Knoxville Comedy and Beth Tompkins this Thanksgiving. Fair I'm good, also yeah. thankful for you, Brian, my oh. favorite best friend and co-host.
1: Well, wonderful. I think, uh, yeah, I'm very thankful for you, Beth. Um, oh. We've been doing this a long time. I year. know it's so <laughs>
0: crazy like, and
1: even though you moved and then I moved we still we still keep it going
0: I know right
1: and we had a good Beth uh best friend reminder today to where <gasps> we, <gasps> we won't talk about it on the podcast because we a curse
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yes yes it's right. true so I'm I am thankful also for all of you audience
1: oh the audience they're the best
0: They are the so best. Like, Brian, what did we have last week? Oh, it was like, how many in one day?
1: Oh, my God. It was like 400 and something something in In one day. In one day. In one fucking day. You guys are amazing. Yeah, 494. Almost 500. Almost
0: 500 in a day. That's bananas. So
1: So crazy. Um, So thanks
0: to you, audience. And that brings us into this week's topic, which is not... most thankful of topics but we've all been there we've all had them and brian and i were thinking about it they were like we were like we've always talked about sex or like actual romantic relationships Mm -hmm. but we've not been talking about friendship relationships yeah that's good and and specifically we're gonna go and start in with this on the dark side of friendships which is frenemies
1: yeah now we this is something friendlies. that i probably haven't um experienced this um a lot except for like outside of work when i'm thinking about frenemies i'm thinking about co-workers and people that i work with and that's how they fit into these categories but i i kind of like if, if let's see what there, there's what 10 examples um yeah if you're one of these 10 examples i'm done with you i don't need you in my life you know
0: for definite yeah and yeah. like and, like, I've had these people in my life where, okay, so I don't anymore, and I will say that much, is that, like, I think I've, like, a couple of experiences that I've had within the last year have, like, led me to believe that it's not the way to live your life. You know, if you don't like somebody, just don't fucking like them. Like, there's yeah. no reason for you to play the game of, oh we're going to be nice and play this whole, like, I, I'm almost afraid to not like this person because, I don't know, whatever power they hold over your life, like no one holds power over your life except you sure. and the people you really love and care about. So don't have frenemies. That's like my number one like starting thing with this is that mm-hmm. frenemies are stupid, dump them immediately, and then you can thank me for that. That you can be thankful for <laughs> is right. getting getting rid of the people in your life who don't belong there.
1: But also, these might be people who you might meet in a dating scenario, and if you can identify this as somebody you're trying to date, again, it's a good uh, red flag to get rid of them.
0: Oh, I don't know if I've ever had like a frenemy in dating.
1: Hmm. Well, I mean like, you know, they just kind of, uh, the profiles that they go for, what if you meet somebody like this that you're dating, and they show these attributes, um, you wouldn't you probably should not continue dating them yes or no
0: correct yeah. yes yeah yeah so if yeah. this is this would be another like i guess you could call this like red flags too if you're looking at dating mm-hmm. yeah for sure like if these people start to express those signs like um yeah like if you start to think that you maybe this person isn't for you in terms of dating but maybe you would be friends with them or maybe they're exhibiting signs of like they may see that like okay this person doesn't want to date me but um but I'm going to keep trying to like foster this relationship or friendship with them. These are going to be the signs that there is not a good friendship because they're actually just frenemying you and they're trying to sabotage your actual like dating relationships.
1: Could be. Or, you know, as you're dating somebody, as you start meeting their friends, maybe you can see some of these attributes in their friends or them that might turn you off as well. Bingo. Bingo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. No one is safe. No one is safe. And we've, we have found a, uh, an article from our friends at the HuffPost, mm-hmm. which it's pretty solid uh, news outlet.
1: I, think, I feel like, yeah.
0: I feel like, too. International protocol expert, best-selling author, and cross-cultural consultant, Sharon Switzer. This is from 2017, though, so who knows, right?
1: I, I, yeah, I feel like some of these are still relevant, though.
0: Yeah. But yeah. frenemy is basically the combination of friend and enemy. And these are people where there may be a rivalry an intense dislike or even an integrity concern however social or business obligations may require friendliness whoa that hits (laughs) does that hit the nail on the head with some of the people i would consider this or what
1: yeah, yeah, no. See, I, 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 kind of wondered like what brought this uh, topic up because you're the one who thought, well, let's do frenemies. Well, there there's was... a
0: reason for that, wasn't there? <laughs> <laughs> and I was they kind came of like, dangerously hmm. close to my territory this week, and I was like, well, uh, that's someone yeah. that used to be, but it was someone that used to be a frenemy that I just decided to outright cut out. Because, yeah. make no mistake, the deficits of their relationship outweigh the benefits.
1: Hey, yeah.
0: So, are you uncomfortable in the presence of a friend? If so, objectively evaluate your situation and make a decision. If this person isn't good for you, it may be time to jettison the frenemy and move on to true friends. Okay. Which I consider absolutely always the best way to go. And I, again, I've been trapped in it. Brian, maybe not so much. Because, well, I think the reason why you really haven't been trapped in it so much, Brian, is because you're just, like, not friends with dudes. Well,
1: <laughs> not only you're that. You're not. But, no, I'm not. And not only that, like, I'm not friends with anybody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm friends with you and Taylor. and, Elaine. Right. and then <laughs> right. There's like, there's have like, like three. I five th- friends. Th- three
1: people (laughs) that i can stand uh but no you're right i mean like i (laughs) i i don't um i'm not friends with a lot of males because i feel like with males it's a big pissing contest it's a dick measuring contest and i want nothing to do with that you know
0: dudes are more obvious about it i feel like and i feel like the thing with dudes is that like they're more they're not as much like Oh, we're friends. You know what I mean. Like, right. there's just so not that like catty behind the like. You know what I mean. There's like there the there's not the ulterior motive so much when it comes to dudes.
1: I don't know. Like my experience with dudes is they are more cattier than than females than women, um, and there is more behind the scenes and all that other stuff than. Really. Than, yeah. Yeah. I just. I. I don't know. Maybe it was my time in the military and dealing with mostly dudes for, for a long time. But, um, yeah, it, I feel like it's just as bad.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? There may be a lot of dudes listening today that agree with you. So okay, yeah. we will go ahead and say that consider these frenemy examples, if you will. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I love they, how they, the names. <laughs> I know they, they give like specific names to each like type of person, which is pretty hilarious. And the first yeah. one is accessorizing Ashton, <laughs> which Ashton is such like a millennial fucking name, by the way. Oh, yeah. the, the only I people I know named Ashton were. Uh, oh, you did have it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, my roommate was named Ashton. His Your name roommate
0: Ashton. was named Ashton, but he was also like half our age, as are anyone else I know named Ashton. So, <laughs> Yeah, fair. Um, Ashton is generally very popular, but makes you feel more like an accessory than a friend. They'll invite you just in case the party is boring, and leave you alone in the corner if someone more interesting appears. They're sweet, but when you ignore or decline their ina- invitation, they overreact. Interesting. I have definitely had this person in my life. Really? Mm-hmm. Not recently, but like um, in the past. Yeah, I've definitely like I've been friends with this person.
1: I feel like I might be an accessorizing ashen.
0: You are not either, because I no, I'm, you don't think so. No, okay. first of all, I'm not your accessory, <laughs> <laughs> and I've I mean, never seen you like, really hang out with anyone else but me or our friends. So you
1: know, in in the dating aspect, like you know, I might take a girl out to go to the comedy show just because I didn't want to be alone. But as soon as like oh, the show was over, I would socialize with the the comics and just kind of like, eh. No? Yes, no?
0: No? Yeah, 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 no, okay. Okay. No, definitely, yeah. Okay, Mm -hmm. I would agree with that because, yeah, I've definitely been, like, your accessory in that sense where it's like, oh, uh, this is my friend, Beth. She's a comic in your dating life. But it's not like you've used me as, like, to get to be friends with other people in that way or just have me around in that way. You know what I mean? Like, Okay, and, yeah. It, it, it's like any you've ever brought somebody to, like, a comedy show or something, it's been in the sense of, like, more like, you're going to have to get by her if you're going to make it.
1: <laughs> Beth is the gatekeeper.
0: <laughs> the gatekeeper, <laughs> yes.
1: But it's, a, you know, you you do a very good job.
0: I try. I try. So, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, so Gossip Gal, she makes untrue statements behind your back and sometimes in front of you. Her small mind can't expand enough to think about new ideas or other controversial topics. Since she's insecure, it's easier for her to tear others down.
0: Oh, girl, okay, I have...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is this why we're doing this episode? Okay,
0: I've been around this girl too, okay? Okay. And this is 100% the person in mind that I think about number one, like offender of the of the uh, frenemy,
1: frenemies, yeah. Like
0: number number one on the what is it the uh, like most wanted list, yeah, (laughs) or most hated list. Most hated yeah, less no. frenemies. because they're the kind of person like, okay, I have good girlfriends who I love and I can talk mm-hmm. to. And like, we do nothing but like, oh my God, I'm so excited to hear this show about you or, or like, you did great on this, and I'm so excited to hear X, y, Z. You know, and we have those conversations, and we're excited. like even you, Brian, you know, like when we're talking, like, We're like, oh, I'm so excited. These are all, like, the positive things that happened to me this week. Or even when we're talking about the negative things that happened to me this week, it isn't necessarily, like, a person. It's like, oh, I hate my job or, like, (laughs) something stupid. It's never, like, about another person. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But there are people that I talk to or used to talk to that like the only thing that they would ever say would be like negative. The only thing we ever had to say was negative things about other people that we knew.
1: Right. Yeah. And it it was no matter how big their accomplishments it was. Well, how is this person doing this when they haven't had the experience? (gasps) How is this person? You know what I mean? Dead on. Dead on. Yeah. They said that. They said
0: that about me after we were friends. Oh, right. I can't believe that she got this comedy festival when she's so inexperienced. Mm-hmm. To people that were friends n- of mine, that it's like, okay, that's really stupid of you because, also, right. all those people are going to come back and say that shit to me.
1: And what was my what was my response to you? Like, experience has nothing to do with being a badass. Uh, that's like, right.
0: Yeah, that's badassery. Right. You actually said badassery. <laughs> I was like, yes, <laughs> you're goddamn straight. So yeah. But you know, I'm not worried about those kind of people. The next kind of person that is a friend of me is lying Logan. He oh. has new fantastic story every time you chat. Okay. <laughs> and it's something that's totally out of character from your own experience with them. Their own mm-hmm. life may be inadequate, so they feel the need to embellish at best and mipper burp. <laughs> Burp alert, drink everyone. And uh, misrepresent, at worst, to make themselves sound important. And, and did I not point out another example of this happening this week? Right. Where I caught this person in a lie of them saying they had a show somewhere where they obviously didn't. Because they mm. obviously didn't realize that... They were talking about the scene I'm now in and boom guess what caught you, bitch you weren't <laughs> doing a show there
1: <laughs> I mean I I wonder uh, y- you know I, if you know who this person is you're probably going to catch on pretty quick and we might have a little bit of like apologizing no. apologizing no. to do No No I don't Okay no I will come yeah, I will come right. I
0: you- will literally stand by everything I'm saying here today in front mm-hmm. of this person's face and in front of anyone else's face because they know they're have? a lying ass person.
1: And you have before. But I wonder how many of these ten categories she's going to fit into because the accessorizing Ashton, I could kind of see this person yep. falling into that. Yeah, okay.
0: 100%.
1: <laughs> how about the next one, Beth? MJ the Moocher. Ah!
0: <laughs> whoa, oh boy. whoa, this is a whoa. 100% that person category, but carry on, Bray.
1: Here we go. MJ never has money and is constantly expecting you to cover them.
0: Holy shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sometimes they have funds, but still ask for cash. MJ mistakes kindness for weakness and will test your limits to see how far they can push the boundaries.
0: Like, how long can I live in your house before you kick (laughs) me out?
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Whoa. This is so close to home. Yeah, this is hitting a little too close to home. Yeah, like, how long
0: can I... (laughs) Oh, you don't really know me that well, and you're gonna let me stay in your house because you're a nice person, and you know that I have nowhere else to go. And... um. Oh, uh, you gave me a very specific timeline of when I had to be out. Okay, we're gonna go two weeks past that, and then go. I can make myself scarce. No, you need to make yourself scarce, right. and you need to be gone. <laughs> like, like leave my house. If someone takes your own house hostage, not only that, but like the no. they are the part-time
1: job or the temporary job after temporary job and you know just no real motivation to get up and go without being told you know
0: oh yeah for sure
1: so so far i think we're four for four
0: yeah and also like borrowing money is another thing like okay brian you and i have been friends for uh, like you know almost two oh almost two years
1: Almost two years coming up on Sunday. I know, yeah.
0: I know. And best friends, like best friends. Like mm-hmm. the number of times I've ever had to ask you for money, zero. There was zero. one time where my card got declined at the bar and I was very embarrassed. By <laughs>
1: Right, but, and you, know, you had to pay for we, it.
0: But other we, than we that, we go to the
1: bar enough. Yeah, we go to the bar enough to where the next time you got, it's it it no big deal. Time.
0: And it wasn't like a hey person I don't know that well. Can I borrow hundred and fifty bucks that you might never see again?
1: <laughs> Is that a specific number? It's a
0: very specific number. <laughs> <laughs> that was before moving into the house. I think I was being groomed. You know, how, like yeah, <laughs> you know how like child molesters like groom. There are people. Right. I think that was a grooming technique.
1: That's a friend of me grooming. Yeah, technique. that's
0: a friend of me grooming. Mm. If they if they ask you to borrow money, they're moving into your house next week, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so be wary, people. Okay. Narcissistic Nat. He is self centered and oh God, this is too real. Okay. He is self-centered and only wants one topic of conversation, himself. He talks endlessly about himself and his problems, but gives no Mm. thought to you or yours. Your role is simply to listen, acknowledge, and expect nothing. Maybe it's time to find a nodding mannequin to take your place (laughs) and search for someone who appreciates you.
1: Oh, I mean...
0: <clears throat> this episode is too real, bro.
1: <laughs> it's 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 way too close. And what's funny is you came up with the idea. I found the um article and I wasn't even putting two and two together. You know, it's just like, okay, yeah, we can do this. Yeah. Um you know, and then recent events I was kind of like, hmm, I wonder if this kind of spiked this topic. Um but here we are, five for five.
0: Five for five for sure.
1: Five for five. What do we um, got next?
0: <gasps> oh my gosh. Holy shit.
1: Oh, gosh.
0: Taylor Hearn. <laughs> I know you're listening to this episode, Taylor Hearn. I love you.
1: Taylor Hearn, we love you. Taylor... Oh, Taylor Hearn, by the way, what was the Taylor major Hearn! accomplishment?
0: The, the, by the way, our good friend Taylor Hearn, who won the Black Apple Award for the Best mm. Comedian in Northwest Arkansas...
1: Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm so excited for her. Our I've got boo. goosebumps right now. Oh that's my she baby. Is so, boo. She's such an amazing person. And so deserving oh.
0: and so the best comic in Northwest, Arkansas. And I'm so proud of her. But she's yeah. gonna feel the fuck out of this episode. <laughs> but <laughs> not because amazing. she's my friend and me, because she is my best like her and Elaine Jackson, we are best, best, best friends. Mm-hmm. Girlfriends, besides you, Brian. But she won't That's understand funny. this episode. <laughs> Particularly this next one, which... Go ahead, Brian.
1: The next one is the one-up wonder. Mm. Mm. Their motto is, anything you can do, I've already done better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're, we can't even make this up. <laughs> we can't even make this up.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um you are unable to mention anything that you've done without them immediately following up with their own superior achievement. They try to overcome their insecurities by besting those around them. You ran a mile? Great. They ran three. You made a su- successful, good-looking guy? Guess what? They met a billionaire.
0: Oh, my God.
1: The one-up wonder.
0: I don't I don't even mean to call Taylor out, but she... She's going to be like, (laughs) yup. That is a stone cold fact. And anybody that has anything to say about it doesn't listen to the show anyway, so it doesn't really matter. That's fair. Okay. Next one. Are you ready, Brian Pruitt? I'm ready. Rude Dude. (laughs) That
1: sounds like a Ninja Turtles uh, villain or something like that.
0: (laughs) Right. He's like, yeah, it's like Splinter versus Rude Dude in like the Nintendo... Game Boy challenge, <laughs> okay. Uh, rude dude, they infuriate and embarrass you in private and in public. Now, this just sounds like my ex boyfriend. It's not really a. <laughs> <laughs> they tell inappropriate jokes in front of your family. Wait, am I a rude dude? Hold on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you might be a rude dude. Okay,
0: maybe I have one out of ten on here. Okay, it's not that bad. It's not that serious. <laughs> they tell inappropriate jokes in front of your family. Say rude things in public and are rude and inconsiderate. Okay, so no, this I don't do. Rude and inconsiderate to you as well. He hasn't learned the basics of polite behavior and makes you appear guilty just by association. Okay, so no, not so much. Like, I'm only rude to people that deserve it. And I try not to do it in front of family. Burp
1: number three. So I maybe I haven't seen this. No, I think I have. No. So we are seven for seven for the individual we're talking yes. about, I guess.
0: Yes. I would Be- agree. Because
1: I, I've, I've heard stories about how rude this individual is.
0: Completely. Towards others. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah as particularly, we haven't been around lately, but apparently lately it's been uh, on a 10 out of 10.
1: Oh, you did show me that one post that was... <gasps> Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was extremely rude,
0: Ooh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they get—they mm. just get ballsy as ballsy can be, and uh, right. sometimes other people have to shut them down because mm. other people are like, "Ooh, they nope, they mm-mm.
1: no, no, you can't say mm-mm, that. You
0: can't say that. <laughs> you cannot say that."
1: Yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair enough right. The next one is Sarcastic Sam um, He is sarcastic With a dry wit And at times takes his jokes too far It may be an insult Directed at you or another Masked by it Relax it was just a joke uh, You have no sense of humor We've heard that one
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Um They'll take advantage of a situation, target someone, usually in front of others, and use sarcasm to defend themselves.
0: Dude. <laughs> We're eight out of eight. Easily. Like, this is after so... That, yikes.
1: Yeah. N- number eight, sarcastic Sam, like wide eye emoji.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, like... Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially if that person happens to be a... uh. Those are finger. Those are air quotes. For those of you in the audience who don't know, but the is a person is a comedian. Okay, just because you're a comedian doesn't mean the things you say aren't rude and disrespectful.
1: That's a good point.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right, let's move. On. <laughs> let's move on to stubborn Sal. They embody the phrase, my way or the... (laughs) (laughs) I can't breathe, Brian. Why, we should have read this before we started on this episode, but here we are. Probably. Okay, Uh, they embody the phrase, my way or the highway. See previous deleted post example that we just were talking about. Any discussion or decision about anything from morals... To where to eat is up to them. They win arguments by interrupting, taking over, or tiring out others. Mm. Yikes. Number nine as fuck.
1: <laughs> we are nine for nine. Goodness. Nine out of nine. Oh, my gosh. You ready for number ten?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love this title. Oh, <laughs> Yes. Ulterior. Uh, ulterior motive, Ursula.
0: Yay! Yeah. <laughs>
1: Ursula. It's already true. It's already
0: true. Yeah. It's already true.
1: <laughs> she stole Ar- Ariel's voice. Yeah. If you don't remember. Yeah. yeah. Ursula will offer to do nice things to please you. Disguise this as kind gestures to use against you later. Sound familiar? <laughs>
0: Too familiar, way <laughs> Remem- too fucking familiar. <laughs> okay.
1: Remember when I gave you a ride the other day? Oh. Awkward long pause.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, initially, uh, you think they—I'm sorry—they're a good friend, but then you realize they had an ulterior motive. They'll come around later to remind you of what they did earlier and say you owe them.
0: God. Mm dog if that isn't the <clears throat> motherfucking truth
1: <laughs> so i mean like you know 10 out of 10 for the individual we were talking about but how can we spin this into a dating type
0: well not even a dating because this is a sex and relationships podcast so relationships swear. Uh, uh, involve friendships too and that's the part of this that we're trying to bring into it as well is that you know we were talking about the show and we were talking about how like sex and relationships isn't just people you're dating, you know, relationships involve your friendships too. And realistically, like, I mean, you know, Brian, I know for you and me, like friendships are our family. Like our families are fucking lame. okay? (laughs) For the most part, for the most part, you know, and we rely on our friends to be our Mm -hmm. family. And so for us, it's so important to be able to dissect, like, who is a healthy friendship and who is an unhealthy friendship. And I think that you and I are both people who are so loving and so accepting that, like, sometimes if we don't um, think of these things on the forefront, we can get taken advantage of very easily. And I know that I am personally obviously very guilty of that to the point where it, ma- it put me into an uncomfortable situation. And it also destroyed my friendships with other people that I cared about deeply, because that yeah. person was able to manipulate not only myself in the first place, but manipulate other people into thinking that because I at some point caught on to their pity party, that I was now a bad person because I wasn't following all the way through with helping them live their own lives. And you know what? That's fucking bullshit because we're all adults and we should all be able to, you know what? We can be, we can lean on each other and rely on each other. And I will give anybody I know the shirt off my back, the key to my house, the anything, but Mm -hmm. do not fucking take advantage of me Mama may have raised an alcoholic foul mouth <laughs> bitch, <laughs> but she ain't raised no sucker, okay?
1: Right. Yeah.
0: She ain't raised no sucker. And at the end of the day, if you think that you are going to take advantage of me and if you're going to take my kindness for weakness, ooh, honey, you wrong. You have well, done th- wrong and you are going the- to get yours in the end. Period.
1: Right. And the bad thing is like not only taking your kindness for weakness, but then turning that after the fact to other people to kind of Correct. create more to create more divides in the community. Absolutely. It was,
0: Making my it was home. more
1: yeah. it was more than it should have been.
0: It was way more than it should have been. And it turned what? into other people turning against me. Other people that I cared about deeply and that I um, had very strong, I felt, relationships with. That, th- that this person destroyed with their mm-hmm. negativity, with their, um, oh, I'm so innocent. I didn't do anything wrong. This person is just a jerk. And it's like, no, I'm not. I'm actually a very nice person and I did something very nice for somebody else that I barely knew, and that yeah. person took advantage of me, and there's nothing wrong with getting it out there and putting it out there that, like, some people are just assholes. And some people yeah. will just take advantage of you if you don't put those dukes up. Mm-hmm. And you no. you can't, like, it's weird. It's like, I actually was watching this, like, um... <laughs> I hate the Kardashians, I do, <laughs> <laughs> but I got sucked into it because it was like a Kanye Chicago episode, and me and Jesus are on the mend. You know, I I went over this after the whole Ellen thing. I was like, you know what? If Ellen can fi- forgive George Bush, by God, I can forgive Jesus. Okay, <laughs> and we can be together again, and it will be fine. So I was watching this episode, and it was like somebody took advantage of one of them, and they were like shit, we forgot to put the fear of God into that bitch. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> you're, and it was Camoralee Simmons who was the one who was like, y'all bitches forgot to put the fear of God into that bitch. And it was like, whoa, yeah, that's what I should have done from the get-go. And I'm not saying be mean to people, and I'm not saying, I am saying absolutely, be kind, be loving, give everything you have to people. But if a bitch is up ready to double cross your ass, oh, do not be afraid to show her who the fuck you are, okay? Like, don't be, yeah, don't be frenemies. Don't feel like you have to play all these social niceties shit, okay? You don't have to do that. If a bitch double-crossed you, bye, okay? Okay, then that's fine, too, you know? But you have to be willing to take, I guess, the losses that come with that. But right. sometimes, if if people are willing to back someone like that more than they are willing to have your back, then maybe they weren't the right person for you to yeah. begin with.
1: And I think that's—I I, mean—that's a conversation I kind of had earlier about. Um, well, I don't have frenemies. It's not because I don't have friends. It's because when I see any of these, you're things, like, "Bye,
0: yeah, oh, yeah." Done. You have Next. a zero tolerance policy for bullshit, and I will give you that <laughs> so much. Like, and you know what? I'm zero. I'm good at that, but you're so much better at that than me.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't need any of that. And I won't try to pretend to be somebody's friend when they're trying to do any of these things to me. If you're a moocher, if you're a narcissist, if you are any of these uh If you frenemy, embarrass you
0: in public. Yeah. Or yeah, if you. No, yeah, done. I, no. I'm
1: not dealing with that bullshit. No. I don't have. Any, no. Zero tolerance.
0: Yeah. I definitely yeah. like. I, and I respect you. For that, Like I said, you're so much better at that than I am. And, you know, I think that sometimes I play the game because I'm, you know, I guess as a performer you have, uh, you feel like you have to play the game sometimes because of the fact that, you know, you want to maintain a good image in the performing community. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, you don't have to like, you know, it's like there's this uh, group called Comedy Complains. And, um, sometimes it gives me like this strength. I need to pull through this again. Sometimes, like sometimes I feel like maybe you should just like, you know, chill out and shut up and like, no, look at all these like hundreds of other people who deal with the same bullshit on a daily basis. Like, don't like just don't deal with their bullshit. The one way to the one way to do away with people like this is to not put up with their bullshit. Mm -hmm. Period. End of story.
1: Yeah, that's it. So
0: just do your own thing. Avoid these people like the plague. Do not frenemy them. Just enemy them and be done with it. And you don't have to enemy them. Like You don't have to do them wrong. You can just not just completely cut them out of your lives. Don't have anything to do with them socially, professionally, anything. And that has been the best thing in the world for me is to just do that. I should just do away with that person Socially, Mm -hmm. professionally, everything. And guess what? They've had zero effect on my life ever since. Yeah. I made that decision. And I think that's why it was important for me to do this episode is to just be like, you know what? Don't. Just don't even put up with that person. They don't matter in your life. You're all strong, amazing, beautiful people. And if you have one of these people that is eating away at you, fuck them. Just get them out of your life.
1: Be done. Be Be done. Be done it's that easy it takes zero effort to just you know be done with somebody you
0: have so many other friends and family and loved ones that love you don't waste a single second on somebody that doesn't love your ass like to the point you deserve to be and i honestly it's so crazy like this weekend i have had like the best like pouring out of people that love me that i'm so lucky like Two friends like just posted something Mm -hmm. on my Facebook wall this week that was like, God, I love you. Actually, three, three, Kaya, Kelly, and oh, my gosh, I'm forgetting who the third person was. Amanda posted shit on my wall this week that was just like, oh, my God, I love you. Like, here's like this thing that made me think of you. You know, like that's what friends are. Like friends are people that like genuinely think of the love they have in their heart for you and like outpour that. And they outpour that on social media, and they outpour that in real life, too. So just don't put up with fucking frenemy bullshit. It's stupid.
1: No. I agree. Hell yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. All
0: right. That was a good rant. Well, I like it. That was <clears> a good <throat> rant.
1: <laughs> you got any uh, shout-outs or any shows coming up?
0: I do. I nice. do. Uh, just December 21st. I got to plug my phone in because shit. <laughs> Anyway, December 21st, um, it is at the Not Too Far Bar in Isdale, Illinois. Mm-hmm. I will be performing and I will be featuring at a show uh, that I am sort of also becoming slash producer of, but a lot of really great people are going to be there. My good friend Bobby Singh out of Chicago. Bobby is the best ever. I met him at Altercation, he's so great. And uh, Matt Thomas, my new friend, um, Jacob Neville, my new friend, um, Deshaun. There's going to be a lot of really great performers there. It's going to be a good time. So come December 21st to Not Too Far Bar in Ivesdale. And uh, I think that's all I got for now. Cool.
1: That'll be a fun show. I would love to make it out there. That's my birthday.
0: I know, Brian. I know. (laughs) I keep looking at this gift I got for your birthday, and I can't stop oh. laughing at how stupid it is, but it's pretty hilarious and awesome.
1: I need so. to get some shopping I'm going to have to send it to yeah, you. I'm going to have to get some shopping done soon. I, You know me. I'm a, I'm a fucking Grinch. I, I hate Christmas. <laughs>
0: I know. I know you hate Christmas, but also, like, you would... God, you have to come out here, because there's the best nerd store in the mall here that is just, like... You would just like you couldn't even like walk for two seconds in the store without getting a phone <sighs> I swear to God. Yeah, that would be fun. I'm
1: sure there's something like that in Kansas City, but I, I haven't yeah. found it, and I, I haven't been spending my money like a like an idiot. <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> well, I'm proud of you for that, anyway. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure
1: there's one here, but I just no, nah, I haven't been spending my money like an idiot. So that's maybe I don't need a, a well, good dirt store.
0: I mean, maybe not. <laughs> So, that's okay. All right, Brian. Thanksgiving, one more thing you're thankful for. One
1: more thing. My goodness.
0: Um, Just like a quick, what was like the first dumb thing you think of? And
1: I am thankful for whiskey. Whiskey has gotten me through some good shit, some See? bad shit. See? Yeah, I am thankful for whiskey. I'm probably an alcoholic am- at this point, but... <laughs>
0: um, but that's okay. There's nothing wrong with know, that. You know,
1: my motto is, it, no matter how big my problems get... It takes two ounces of whiskey to solve them or to make them go away. You know what I mean? See, and to me, that see? that makes me feel like my problems aren't that big. They're not, you know, I don't need to be worrying about this or anything like that. So
0: absolutely, yeah, it, I if love it takes it. two
1: ounces of whiskey for me to f- forget my my problems, they weren't problems to begin with, were they? Hell
0: yeah. <laughs> You're goddamn right. I love it, Brian. All right. Well, one more thing I'm thankful for, I guess I'll throw it out there, and this is sort of a funny story, is uh, I am thankful for fake hair. (laughs) (laughs) The reason for that is that people always think that my hair is real, even though uh, a lot of times spoiler alert audience I wear extensions <laughs> so, but today this dude in the parking lot was like alright Marge Simpson because my weave was so incredibly well appointed up today that it was Marge Simpson status large so, yeah. <laughs> so thank you for synthetic hair and all of the beautiful people who create it
1: there you go <laughs>
0: And thank you for you little Franks and beanies. Yeah,
1: thanks you little Franks and beanies.
0: All right, deuces.